Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, talking about the 1998 movie, Enemy of the State. Don't let me forget to remember uh, to mention the uncompressed audio on this. I didn't mention it. I just reviewed uh, King Arthur, the 2004 film. And early Blu-rays came with uncompressed audio, pure wave file forms of the soundtracks that were originally used in the theater. Uncompressed right there because there was room on the disc to do so. And it's before we had things like Dolby Atmos and DTS-X who do lossless uh, spatial versions of surround sound. But these were original theatrical soundtracks as best they could put them on a Blu-ray disc and on a high-end waveform. Now, for the movie King Arthur that came out in 2004, um, the Buena Vista Blu-ray that I have was uncompressed wave, but it's 16-bit at, you know, 448. And it sounded good, and it sounded better than the Dolby Digital soundtrack that was included on the disc. A bit better. But this movie, Enemy of the State, it also came with a Dolby Digital 5.1 soundtrack, which is a, a lossy soundtrack, and an uncompressed 5.1 wave at 48K and 24-bit. Well, I remember this part early into the movie and switched, and the difference was incredible. The Dolby Digital uh, soundtrack on both of these films were carried over from the DVDs. And it's why I've mentioned in previous podcasts I keep some of my concert DVDs because Dolby Digital was a really good surround sound format. Not perfect like, or more to perfect like we have today, but it was really good at the time. Digital. Um, High dynamic range and a great sound. So one of the things I wanted to talk about on this Blu-ray of Enemy of the State is if you have the option in the system to support it, switch over to the uncompressed audio because it will, it will not default to that. And on this movie, made a massive difference compared to the thin-sounding and very narrow-sounding 5.1 mix that was originally used on the, on the DVD. Wow. Yeah, the sound on this was incredible. The movie came out in 1998. It was released quickly onto DVD. I used to have a copy of it. And then it was released on Blu-ray in 2006. I picked up a copy in 2011. It had money on it uh, to see Real Steel for free, and that was my plan. The disc was only $7.99, and it was more than $8 to go to the movies, so I was going to use the ticket on the front and basically get this movie for free, uh, but I never did wind up getting Real Steel in a cheap UK steel book, which is a whole other story, and a podcast I actually reviewed last year. So... Enemy of the State has been sitting in my collection for a decade in the plastic. Yes, with that free ticket on the front saying it expired in 2011. And it's 2021 while I'm doing the review. And that was the... The video looks good. Um, both this and King Arthur were early 2006 Blu-rays from Disney. And they did very well with the video and the audio. But like I said, the difference in the uncompressed soundtrack over the original Dolby Digital is incredible. The extras are basically ported over and upscaled from the DVDs as well on both of these. And it's quite obvious that the picture is stretched and kind of... But the other thing that um, I've unlocked the uh, frame rate on my Blu-ray player so that if content will go over the normal 24 frames a second, it will. And some of the extras on these discs go at 60 frames a second to look better, <laughs> which was kind of cool. 
But anyway, getting to the movie, this was an early Will Smith vehicle, but man, you could not buy this cast today. Well, uh, not all of these people are still with us, but for 1998, this was a stellar cast. And looking back on it now, an incredible cast. So Will Smith is a star. Gene Hackman, John Voight, Regina King, Jake Busey, Scott Kahn, Barry Pepper, Gabriel Byrne, more. I mean, every tiny little character, people that are Lisa Bonet, people that are seen once <laughs> are, are everybody's. It's a massive cast. Tony Scott directed it. If you don't know who Tony Scott was, he is the brother of Ridley Scott. Came to fame with movies like Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Days of Thunder, The Last Boy Scout, True Romance, Crimson Tide, Enemy of the State, also made A Man on Fire, Deja Vu, and his last movie was Unstoppable, which all good action flicks. I mean, the dude had an eye. He came up like his brother did. They were very much into uh, art, music videos, commercial production, that kind of thing. Um, and both of them have great visual eyes for movies. The cinematography in this movie is uh, hyper-stylized. It is fun watching a movie that is over 20 years old that is chock full of technology to see how much of it still holds up. I really only thought it was about 10 years old. I didn't think it was as old as it was. So... For the time, it's actually not bad. I mean, we can do most of the things now that were in this movie that were science fiction at the time this movie was made, or it was close to science fiction. There's still a couple things they do. They don't have real cameras on a certain thing, and they kind of do that Matrix thing where they zoom in on a scene in 3D around it, and it interpolates things that the cameras didn't pick up. Yeah, I mean, AI can kind of do that now, but still it's not... You know, you wouldn't be using it in an investigation to find actual evidence. Not quite yet, but we're almost there. But most of the other things, I mean, it's early cell phone technology, but being able to track people and stuff like that. I mean, it, it, a lot of it, the one thing I will say and what stretches the, the credibility with the film is if they had the technology they do, they would have caught him quickly. You know, it's kind of a fugitive like chase movie that never lets up and it's highly entertaining. I don't want to take anything away from that. It's well directed, well paced. It, it is nonstop from beginning to end. It is uh, two hours and like 12 minutes and it's just wow. I mean, it just doesn't stop. Uh, they Well, they pause long enough to have character beats to let Will Smith do what he does, to let Gene Hackman do what he does, and John Voight, and etc. Um, Jason Robards in basically one scene. I mean, it's an incredible cast that you just don't come across in today's movies. Movie had a $90 million budget, went on to gross $250 million, securing Will Smith's career, securing Tony Scott's career. Jerry Bruckheimer went on to make more action movies. You know it. Um, the movie's by Trevor Rabin. You know, the guy from, yes, the, the 90125 years, um, who's become a great writer of scores, really like his stuff. Um, all in all, this is, a, this is a really exciting movie that belongs on your shelf if you have movies like The Fugitive and stuff. That's just a nonstop chase movie. The technology mostly holds up to be over 20 years old, mostly. Um, the hyper-stylized editing is kind of a flashback to how things were then. Uh, yes, we still do editing like that sometimes, but um, we kind of frown on movies that do that a little too much because they're trying to be flashier. These were the movies that, that created the style, you know, that started these kind of things. 
And it holds up very well for its age. I really didn't think it would. I thought I would find some of the technology goofs just hilarious, and I didn't. I thought maybe some of the overtop performances, but I didn't. This, you know, it, it was well made. It holds up well. I, w- I really am actually kind of impressed. But if you pick up this old Blu-ray, I don't know if it's been re-released, definitely go for that uncompressed soundtrack if your 5.1 system can do it because the sound was night and day difference. Again, this was a Touchstone movie. That's the Touchstone was a Disney, you know, property. Rated R. They were. It's made everybody wonder how they're going to make Deadpool and things like that. Now that Disney owns Marvel, because they've always had Touchstone and other. They own. They eventually picked up Miramar and stuff. They. They've had arms where they could release R-rated content that wasn't so much under the Disney banner. But like I said with the the King Arthur review, it's unrated. And to see the Disney, Walt Disney picture logo on that Blu-ray and right under it, the big warning for not not under 17 should be watching it kind of thing. It's just, I just love having that in my collection. But this movie too, I was surprised how it holds up. I'd watch it again when I'm in the mood for a Will Smith movie. This is a more sedate, more down-to-earth version of Will Smith. He's not as flamboyant or knows all the answers. He's a little bit cultured. He's a lawyer, and he gets put in some situations that he and he fights for what's right. So if you like those kind of movies where the guy's on the chase, but he wants to take out the bad guys because they are bad guys, even though they're they're not supposed to be, but they're they've overexceeded their authority. And Regina King's character loves to touch on uh, even before it happens to him what's going on with the, there's a right to privacy bill that the government just can't point a camera at you and record you anytime. And, you know, that, that was kind of quaint about the film, but you know, she's like an activist for that cause. And then the cause is really what the movie's about. So it kind of hits you over the head with that and where we were headed, but there's a lot of things that, that surveillance can benefit. You know, you can see emergencies, you can see things that be taken care of, but it also is the power to be abused, and that is what this movie explores. It's a lot of fun. It's not trying to change your life. It's it's two hours and 12 minutes of nonstop flashy action from Tony Scott and Jerry Bruckheimer, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, so glad it's in the collection. Can't believe it was in plastic for 10 years, but hey... Um, I got my second shot on Friday, uh, so I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. Maybe we're getting out of this and we can get back to going to the movies. I can't wait to see A Quiet Place 2 in a theater. I'm Scott Hamilton. My website is therockfile.com. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, and have a spectacular day. 